Uh, hi, this is Jerome Gilmartin, JMJ Catholic Radio, bringing local and EWTN Catholic programming to northeastern and central Pennsylvania. And now, let's listen to the My Jesus Mercy program with Joe Grady. Joe? Thank you, Jerry, as always, for your kind introduction, and good afternoon to you, the beloved family of mercy. And I am truly humbled and blessed to air with you on Fridays, and this is the hour of great mercy. And his mercy triumphs over his justice. So, beloved, one day, don't be surprised if the Father sends his only begotten Son to judge the world in this, the hour of great mercy, whether we experience it at this vantage point or from heaven, God willing, or the day that will be a great day when our loving God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit will never be offended again in any possible way. What a glorious day that shall be. Okay, so this is the great hour of mercy. We place all our trust in Jesus and we surrender all our cares, needs, thoughts, desires to him. And as I gaze upon our Lord right here in the Blessed Sacrament, at the Sea of God of Mary's land to the city of Mary in Neopopolana, I ask him to bless you abundantly in all of your needs. This the hour of great mercy. And we pray the chapel of divine mercy at this great hour. But before we do that, we have some prayer requests asked for from some of the beloved in Christ. And we are actually pre-recording this program on the Feast of St. Faustina, which, of course, is near and dear to our heart here at the City of God on Mary's Land, St. Faustina's Chapel. And we'll speak a little bit later about the glorious Mass that we're going to be having said, actually, on Saturday, which is the Feast of the Holy Rosary, but it'll be a great remembrance of St. Faustina where we'll have her first class rock also to be venerated. But this Friday, which you will be hearing my voice, is the Feast of St. Bruno. So we ask St. Faustina to pray for us and St. Bruno to pray for us. And beloved, we are 2,978 days into the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary to the glory of the Most Holy Trinity. And some who have called in with different prayer requests, getting a lot of prayer requests for people who have passed on. I guess it comes with our age. You know, I would say 95% of people who are listening to my voice are probably 65 and above. And uh, that's why we're experiencing many more calls for people who have passed on, please God, to their final reward. We're going to pray for Pete, Peter Wunter. Of blood and water, which guests forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Of blood and water, which guests forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Of blood and water, which guests forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. I pray for a gentleman by the name of David Joseph DeMark. So we pray for David Joseph. Of blood and water, which gets forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Of blood and water, which gets forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Of blood and water, which gets forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. I'm going to pray for a Patrick Cortez. So for Patrick, we pray, of blood and water, which gets forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Of blood and water, which gush forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Of blood and water, which gush forth in the heart of Jesus. As a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Pray for our good brother in Christ, Carl from Denham, Florida, who's asking us to pray. They who will receive a financial blessing to be able to sustain his home and his livelihood, and so many are facing that today. We ask you, Lord, from your most merciful heart, 
protect so many souls by destroying the livelihood of so many without jobs, without any security, while its people are in want. So we pray that Carl and so many others have a financial blessing. We pray for our good brother Jimbo and his many prayer intentions. And we're going to pray now the Chapel of the Divine Mercy. And what a gift to pray this prayer for so many needs, but especially for the end of abortion and a culture of death. Always remembering that we receive a superabundance of grace as given to us by way of the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who is sent by Jesus through the Eternal Father, that we may have life and have it to the full. We thank God that St. John Paul heard the Spirit and acted upon the inspiration. Today we also remember to pray for the synod on synodality that they will have the wisdom not to add to the culture of death. So we pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Saying, you expired, O Jesus, but the source of life gushed forth for souls and an ocean of mercy opened up for the whole world. O fount of life, unfathomable divine mercy, envelop the whole world and empty yourself out upon us. O blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. O blood and water which gushed forth in the heart of Jesus, as a fountain of mercy for us, I trust in you. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Spread the effect of grace of thy flame of love over all of humanity, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven, sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence He shall come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us and on the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us. And do on the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity 
of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world, eternal Father, I offer to thee the body and blood, soul and divinity, of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for his sake <coughs> Excuse me. Of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world, eternal Father. I offer to thee the body and blood, soul, and divinity of thy dearly beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins and those of the whole world. For the sake of his sorrowful passion, have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, and do on the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us, 
and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world for the sake of his sorrowful passion. Have mercy on us and doing the whole world. Eternal God, I'm sorry, Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Holy God, Holy Mighty One, Holy Immortal One, have mercy on us and on the whole world. Eternal God, in whom mercy is endless and the treasury of compassion inexhaustible, look kindly upon us, increase your mercy in us, that in difficult moments we might not despair nor become despondent, but with great confidence submit ourselves to your most holy will, which is love and mercy itself. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for our sins. And we ask St. Faustina to please pray for us. And uh, <clears throat> you have to forgive my voice, and I'm going to sing this now for you in honor of St. Faustina, which she would sing every day with her beloved sisters of the Sisters of Mercy. And it's the, as the Polish folks will hear me, I remember I'm an Irishman singing this, but I think I do it okay. Jesu who from Tobie, Jesu who from Tobie, Jesu who from Tobie, Jesu who from Tobie. Jesu who from Tobie, Jesu who from Tobie, Jesu who from Tobie, Jesu who from Tobie, Jesu who from Tobie. It means, Jesus, I trust in you. Not too bad for being a cappella, right? But anyway, thank you, Lord, for uh, allowing me to pray that to you as I'm gazing upon you in the most blessed sacrament, you, our beloved King of mercy, and for your Secretary of the Divine Mercy, St. Faustina. Okay, beloved, now we're going to pray the 33 times that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, the Eternal Father. Once again, and every day, if, poss if possible, ask our angels to remind us to pray this short aspiration from the heart to re make reparation for the greatest sin of our age, the outright denial of the kingship of Jesus Christ. By the will of the Eternal Father is the Lord of our lives nothing less, and also, and only truly, the Lord of this world, exclamation mark. So from our hearts now, let us pray 33 times that Jesus Christ is Lord. 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 Jesus Christ is Lord 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 Jesus Christ 
is Lord Jesus Christ, 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 is Lord, and every knee shall bow in the heavens, on the earth, and under the earth, and every tongue shall proclaim to the glory of God the Father that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. You know, beloved, uh, there's a book out called The Lord of the World, and it was written by a priest back in the 1920s. And uh, Pope Francis, about maybe seven years ago, urged the people of God to read it. And about two weeks ago, he urged them once again to read this book. Interestingly enough, this book was about the time of the Antichrist that is to come into the world and the spirit thereof of the Antichrist. And it speaks of, in this book, I can't recall because our good friend Father Saad asked me to read this oh, maybe about three years ago, four years ago. And I'm just trying to remember the gist of it. I might have that book in my collection somewhere. But it's basically of the infiltration into the Vatican by the Freemasons and how they are, how should I say, trying to change the dynamics of our holy Catholic faith, all right, to lead to the consummation in their twisted minds and hardened hearts of the ushering in of the Antichrist. Now, in the Catechism of the Catholic Church, we are already to that point of the spirit of the Antichrist, where it says, the spirit of the Antichrist pervades when man dictates the life issues, which again is secular humanism, which again is a, is a religion of the Freemasons, that man dictates who shall live and who shall die. And you're hearing a lot probably over your television of the AI and Cardinal Sarah already, you know, spoke about this, the artificial intelligence, which is part of the plan of the New World Disorder to dysfunctionate, okay, uh, the world, to enslave the world, okay, to carry all one, like, global religion and all that kind of stuff. When why, you know, is he attacking us, especially, in particular, the Holy Catholic Church? Because Satan knows it's the only true church of Jesus Christ, the one holy Catholic apostolic church. Now, there are many inside that tent of the one church of God, but nonetheless, it's in the orthodoxy and in the Roman rites of the Holy Catholic Church that have the Holy Eucharist, the Holy Priesthood, and that's what they're really after. Because they believe they can enslave the world completely by dissolving or dissoluting, because they know that the prophecy of Christ, the gates of hell shall not prevail. But they're trying to do, pardon my expression, the damnedest to make that happen. And that's where we're at. See, this battle that's ensuing with us, beloved, it's not Democrat versus Republican, this party, that party. That's all just smokescreen from Satan. Just total smokescreen. The reality is it's heaven versus hell. It's God and his kingdom of light versus Satan and his kingdom of darkness. And I've told you before, God has no competition, but he does have a lot of adversaries. And it's only in his permissible will that he allows this to go on. But very interesting enough that Pope Francis has asked the people of God to read that book called The Lord of the World. It's written by a priest. I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the priest that I believe had this revelation of what was to come. Interesting. So do yourself a favor and read that book. 
it is quite telling about where we're at in salvation history. So now, beloved, as our time is running on us, we're going to pray some more. The 13 times to come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Again, continue to pray from the heart to call down the Holy Spirit from on high, plead with him, beg him, implore him to convince the world of its sin. So we pray from our hearts, come Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Come, Holy Spirit, come by means of the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. Amen. And in the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I have one quick announcement, then we'll have Jerry give us the station ID. And it's the 39th Annual Prayer Breakfast for Life. Saturday, October 21st at 9 a.m. at Ferelli's Catering. And you can call for ticket information to 570-343-5099, 570-343-5099. And the keynote speaker will be uh, Peter DeMeo, who's president for Pennsylvania's for Human Life, Delaware County a testimonial from Jerry Featherby. And I know many of you know Jerry for making announcements, and she's part of the board of directors of JMJ Catholic Radio, a really wonderful woman of God. So do yourself a favor and come out to that day. Not certain I can be there yet, but I'm working on it. Okay, again, that's Saturday, October 21st at 9 a.m. at Ferelli's Catering. Call for ticket information, 570 570- Three four three fifty ninety nine, and maybe he'll answer. My good friend and buddy, Patrick Williams. God bless Patrick, who's the president of the Human, Pennsylvania's for Human Life, the uh, Scranton chapter. Patrick, good man of God. God bless you, Patrick. Okay, Jerry, you want to give us a, a station ID now? <clears throat> yes, Joe. We're listening to the My Jesus Mercy program with Joe Grady on one hundred four point five FM Scranton and Wilkesbury, ninety point nine FM Laceyville. 91.7 FM Dushore, and 91.9 FM Houtstail, Altoona, and reaching State College out there in central Pennsylvania. Back to you, Joe. Okay, thank you, Jerry. God bless you. Okay, we um, want to make our announcement here for our upcoming Mass and our dear friend who is coming our way. Matter of fact, today he'll be here a little later on. A good friend uh, and uh, priest of uh, renown, uh, Father James Brent. You might have seen Father Brent just recently. Uh, I think it was last Saturday. He was on uh, EWTN, 
they had a Dominican rosary crusade, and Father gave a homily at the Mass, and it's the homily that he's given to you, but I heard it was astounding. I'll have to go back in the archives and watch that homily, but Father is really quite an itinerant preacher. If you ever get a chance, which you will have that chance for this Saturday, if you come out to St. Faustina's Chapel for our 11th anniversary, everything beginning at 11.30 with confessions, uh, praying the rosary, praying the Chaplet of the Divine Mercy, and uh, then the Holy Sacrifice in Mass, and you can avail yourself to the Tribunal of God's Mercy there. The Father will hear every confession, and then the Mass will start Right after that, and after the Holy Sacrifice and Mass, we have the first-class relic, again, of St. Faustina. You were blessed with her on well, her feast day is today, October 5th, but you will still be blessed with her relic, and Father will have oil from the Shrine of the Divine Mercy to bless each and every one of you individually. So it's going to be a beautiful, powerful day. So if you'd like to come out, it's Saturday, October the 7th, and it begins at 11.30 a.m., and our address is 1763 Great Bend Turnpike, Pleasant Mount, PA 18453. Again, that is My Jesus Mercy, 1763 Great Bend Turnpike, Pleasant Mount, PA 18453. Say a little prayer, beloved, for that day. I think leading up, even until tomorrow, we're going to probably still be in the uh, low 70s. I mean, the last three days we've been in the 80s. It's like spring sprung again, right? And uh, then I think it's supposed to be some rain Friday night. I don't mind that so much, as long as it's just a little bit of rain, but then we have a clear. And if it's a little bit brisk that day on Saturday, I'll so be it. But, you know, hopefully we won't have any rain from my mouth to God's ears, that you will come and experience today. We'll show you where God willing one day, the Carmelite Monastery, if you're new to our chapel. Most of you already do know where it's going to be by the grace of God built. And of course we ask your prayers for the Carmelites and uh, you know, I'll talk about a little bit the next time I'm with you because the Lord has shown me has put it on my heart what this is really all about, what we're facing. And uh, it's not good, but God is in control of everything. That's what we always got to keep in mind, that when the time comes, he's going to pull that proverbial rug out from Satan and his kingdom of darkness, his culture of death, and that ear of peace that's going to be granted to the world that Our Lady promised of Fatima. It will be here upon us. And whether we get to see that or not, well, that's God's business. I said the vantage point, if we die, we're blessed to at least get the purgatory, wipe away any, but we shoot for the stars, right? We shoot for heaven, shoot for the greatest star, the light, the eternal light, the lamb that'll be lighting the world forever. That's what we want to shoot for, okay? That's why the Second Vatican Council was called, that call to holiness by seeking the Holy Spirit to guide us each day for wisdom. And all these graces we have, you know, I was talking to a very beautiful soul out in Scottsdale, Arizona the other day, a good holy priest friend of his, I won't mention his name, I know who he is, said, Joe, that the saints of yesteryear would be envious of us for the battle that we're moving forward into, and it's going to get deeper and darker but they would be envious of us, of what is on the horizon. You know, remember, you got to face all of hell before the day of light will come, right? Am I saying that the Antichrist is in the world? I don't know. You know, again, that's God's business. But definitely the spirit of the Antichrist is in the world. That there is no doubt. No doubt whatsoever. And that's what we are battling to build, as St. John Paul said, a civilization, because this civilization is nuts right now. We want to build a civilization of life and love. And why wouldn't the civilization be nuts if it's steeped in darkness, sin, and death? Of course it would be nuts. 
is there any rhyme or reason to what's going on? You know, in this country alone, oh, innocent, I'll just say, we were maybe back in the 50s, early 60s, you know, and uh, what was to come, and that's why the Vatican Council was called, to see how low we have stooped and how people who are good, committed Catholic Christians, if they were, wouldn't be a part of this malaise that is happening right now. So that remnant, okay, are the ones who are really doing battle with the infernal enemy right here. God doesn't need great numbers. He just needs faithfulness. So that's why we've got to remain faithful. Remain faithful. I can remember when I had my conversion back in the 90s, it was kind of a glorious time, like Medjugorje was at its height, this, that, and the other thing. But, you know, I've seen so many people fall off. And it's just the grace of God, right, that we have to remain faithful no matter what is to come. And I'll give you a talk the next time I'm with you. I just don't really have the time today. I know I have plenty of time, but it's on Jose Sanchez Del Rio. And what that young child experienced was unbelievable. But he was fervent in faith and the love of Vivo Christe Rey, right? Viva, long live Jesus Christ and the Virgin of Guadalupe. So, with God's grace, we can offer this suffering up in the midst of this turmoil and bolster ourselves in the life of grace. That's why I'm asking you to come out, be a part of this great Mass on October 7th at St. Faustina's Chapel. And that is 1763 Great Bend Turnpike, Pleasant Mount, PA 18453. Again, it begins at 11.30 a.m. Confessions, uh, a rosary, chapel of the Divine Mercy, Holy Sacrifice and Mass, blessed with the relic and blessed with the holy oil. And uh, it's just going to be a great day to uh, be immersed in the Lord. And then come back to Our Lady's house and get some, get food for the soul and get some food for the body. All right, and you can call me, 570-448-6279, 570-448-6279 for any directions that you might need. It's 570-448-MARY, that's 6279, 570-448-6279. Okay, and beloved, before we continue on with I Believe in Love, or retreat, I just want to make a mention to thank all those who have been so generous to my Jesus Mercy Ministries in our yearly um, you know, plight for our funds to continue to build the civilization of life and love. So I want to thank Karen and Roman, Rosalie, Carol, Trini, Luann and Ron, Ed and Joanne, Janet, Maria, Rose and Dominic, Matthew, Stephanie, Carol, Pat, Paul, Patty, David and Grace, Phyllis, Claire and Pete, Vera, John and Trudy, Linda, and Sharon, and Flo and Tina. I always love making mentioning Tina's name because her mother sends us, you know, nice generous donations in Tina's honor. And Tina is a Down syndrome child, but what a holy gal she is. You know, Tina's like about. 38, 39 now, where she maybe acts like she's 10 or 11, but just pure, total innocence. And that's what it's all about, beloved. We, ha we need that restoration to innocence. That's where the power will come from our prayers, right? We humble ourselves, obey God, obey His Holy Church that He has sent to guide us by way of His Holy Spirit, the one true Holy Catholic Church, and nothing less. That's who we're in obedience to, come what may. That's who we're in obedience to. And that's where we will find peace, power, love, joy, and eternal life. Amen. Okay, beloved, now we're going to turn to I Believe in Love with the time that we do have remaining, which is a, a sufficient amount of time. Uh, and... You know, I add to this, you know, 
uh, retreat, I believe, in love. It's the little flower, the writings of the little flower that is embellished by Father John, the heart of Jesus. And I add in the writings of St. Faustina, which really were dictated to her by Jesus, our merciful King, in divine mercy in my soul. And it being St. Faustina's feast day, again, I'm pre-recording this program on the 5th of October, and I'll ask her to bless you in a very special way, and ask St. Bruno to bless you in a very special way, as you will be hearing this program on October the 6th. And adding to uh, the little way of little flower and the divine mercy of Jesus, I think it really goes hand in hand with um, what Father is trying to say to us, the beloved family of mercy, and encouraging us to trust exclusively in Jesus, surrender everything completely to Jesus, and everything will be well. All right, those who are generous in abandonment awake to marvelous vistas. After the days of storms and darkness, when Jesus lifts the veil and reveals a little of what he has done for him, who has believed in him, he will not show us fully except in heaven that we will be, that he will be our heaven. What joy to be able to say, oh, how right I was to believe. I believed and he surpasses all of my hopes. Again, I recall St. John Paul's words, and he really took a lot of heat from this, which is preposterous, but sometimes, you know, we maybe try to be holier than a good pope, like St. John Paul, or holier than the church. But when he said, you know, heaven is not some place, and they were, oh, what do you mean it's not some place? No, he was emphasizing heaven is someone personalized with our dearest friend. I no longer call you servant, Jesus says, but friend. So we want to be with our forever friend, our eternal friend. And that's what St. John Paul is stressing. Will heaven, will the new heavens and the new earth be beautiful? <laughs> it's going to be nothing compared to now. And like, you know, as I'm looking out, of this bay window, beloved, and doing this program. I see all the beautiful trees, all the beautiful colors, and there may be a lot of trees down there in the Wilkesboro, maybe Scranton area, haven't changed yet, but up here in Pleasant Mountain, you know, they, they've changed, you know, and it's just grand just to be able to look out and see these beautiful colors, right? But they're going to be as of nothing compared with God is waiting for those who love him, as St. Paul said. You know, I think I made a mention to you on this program. Maybe not. Maybe I had that dream afterwards. But I had a dream, and if I already told you this, please forgive me, but I had a dream that I was looking out actually into this field, and I saw the trees, and I saw the leaves so radiant, much more radiant than they are now. And I saw the trees, they were all slightly bending, but there was no wind, no breeze. They were bending. And behind me was this radiant light, but I couldn't turn around to see the light. So I'm just thinking there was the light from the Lamb. And the trees were bending in adoration. And the leaves were singing the praises of God. Yes, there were leaves they were singing and I couldn't believe my eyes of course this is a dream you know maybe it was a dream of the what's to come the future new earth or something you know because he's going to make a new heavens and a new earth and we will dart about like sparks through stubble like it says in the book of wisdom that we will be like the angels who can be in the presence of God and here on earth at the same time as they are okay but we'll be even greater than the angels because of the second psalm revealing that to us, right? to which one of the angels did I say, you are my son, I've begotten you, right? Speaking, of course, Jesus, the firstborn. 
but we, beloved, we are the ones that are made to the image and likeness of God, not the angels. We are. Are we lower than the angels right now? Most certainly, because the ones who remain faithful, they cannot and they will not ever etch their will against God like Lucifer and his demons did. They've set their heart, if you will, on that friend. But we will one day, and God is so gracious to us, give us the sacrament, especially confession, the tribunal of God's mercy. And if we get out of here still with some of the dross in our souls, he grants us purgatory. But like I said before, we want to shoot for heaven. That's our goal. You know, I hear a lot of people say, oh, I'll be lucky if I get into purgatory. Don't think like that. It's not the best way. It's not the way to think at all. What we want to think of is heaven. That's where God wants us to be, right? Well done, good and faithful servant. Now enter into your master's joy. And you've heard me say it about a hundred times before that when we die, and if we are so blessed to be able to go right to our Father's house, he will not only say, well done, good and faithful servant, because the eternal word said that in scriptures, and he will say that. But maybe he might add, oh, Jesus, you returned to me. Not that Jesus has ever left him, but that you will see that Jesus is alive in us. No longer do we live, but that Christ lives. We only saw, Father John Acrell said, the links uh, in the chain one by one without seeing how they are interconnected. Today, Jesus allows us to catch a glimpse of the whole golden chain, the marvelous session of events. You will thank him and bless him. And what is incomparably more beautiful is to thank him and bless him before having seen. Right? Blessed are they, Thomas, who have not seen but believed breaking through the misleading appearance of these words alone. I do not see, but I am sure of you. I believe because I know who you are. I know whom I have believed. And that's from 2 Timothy, verses 1 to 12. On the other hand, those who have been lax, who have complained, protested, attempted to escape the trial, who have revolted or cried, Lord, Lord, save me, like St. Peter sinking in the waves, will find themselves covered with confusion. They will hear Jesus say to them, men of little faith, you doubt it. You feared as if I were not there, or as if I did not love you. He's the most tenderest of all fathers. That's what he wants us to come to the understanding. When he said, beloved, in scriptures, I do not desire the death of a sinner, but that the sinner lives. He meant it. I can't think of any greater agony, if you will, in the heart of Jesus than a soul being lost for all eternity in the fires of hell. And it is real. It is real. That's why Our Lady said of Fatima in that prayer, Oh, my Jesus, give us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls into heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. And so God does not desire the death of the sinner, but that the sinner may live. What did Jesus tell to St. Faustina? Right? The greater the sinner, the more he has a right to my mercy. The greater the sinner, the more he has a right to my mercy. That's not the way we think, beloved. You know, we always want the hammer to come down on ourselves or on someone else. That's not what God wants. He wants us to trust in his mercy. That means, pardon me, I'm getting choked up here, that means trusting in his goodness, not trusting in his judgment. Okay, we all his judgments are, are, are embellished in his mercy. Is his justice for real? Absolutely is. But we bring his justice down by our own free will choice, not his desire. And so 
he wants to he wants to flood us with his mercy. But all he's asked is that we trust in his goodness, not in his justice. He wants us to trust in his goodness. That means to change our lives, repent of our sins, seek him out with all of our heart, and then we will experience a joy that is beyond comprehension, beloved. That's what he's asking of us. Matter of fact, that's what he's probably begging from us because he loves us so much. You know, I said a little bit earlier, you know, sin, okay, when time gives way to eternity, all right, maybe it will come, he will come again to judge the living and the dead at that three o'clock hour. But when time gives way to eternity, he wants to lavish, beloved, his divine mercy upon us. We'll be those who will reject his mercy, undoubtedly undoubtedly but we're not to judge them we're just to try to show them the way to God's goodness by a virtue driven life one of trust and surrender to his goodness to his mercy and if we've already reminded our families 10 times 20 times 100 times let's not remind them anymore let's just pray for them Okay, if we see, and it hurts us to no end, that their choices are heading them in a direction towards hell. But trust that God will bring them back to himself. That's what we have to trust. And that's what will complement God the most and bring us the greatest peace, beloved, is when we surrender all things, most especially our loved ones, to him. We are not walking in his ways. And always be vigilant, right, in walking in his ways. Right? Make that good confession, as I urge, weekly if possible. Mass communion every day if possible. Not out of being scrupulous, but out of love. Build up, if you will, that treasure in heaven right now here on earth. Okay, beloved, we do not have a whole lot of time left. So I'm going to kind of end... Uh, today, speaking of Father John of the Heart of Jesus, and we ask St. Faustina again to please pray for us in this hour of great need, and pray for Holy Mother of the Church in the hour of her great need, that good will come out of what is going on in Rome, not evil. Only good will come out. But we must remain faithful and trust in God's mercy. No matter what music, as they say, that we'll have to face, beloved, is that he will be there with us. Think of those saints and that good holy priest who said, the saints would be envious of us for the times we're living in right now, which are in total, complete upheaval. But Jesus, I trust in you. He's always the right medicine for the right time in salvation history. You know, he's saying to each and every one of us, trust in me, surrender to me, everything. Okay, we want to say glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be the world without end. Amen. Okay, thank you, Jerry, for being our technician. You're always a good man of God. God bless you, Jerry. You're certainly welcome, Joe. Thank you as well. God bless.